Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage, along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Forty Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing phenomenal, man. How are you? Eh, yeah, I'm all right, I guess. Okay, oh, whining again, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Bitching, moaning, whining, huh? Yeah, I guess. I life, guess you could say that. Li- life, is, life, life is good, man. Life should be good. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. And I think sometimes it is, and I just don't see it that way, but. Like, for example, you know, my life is uh, is really enjoyable these days, I got to say. Um, I'm, you know what I'm actually working on right now? Uh, a new book. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't start that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on training squirrels in my neighborhood. So, All right, so. I've, I've started feeding the squirrels. <laughs> my, my daughter-in-law was kind enough to uh, make me a handcrafted, like a. Uh, bird feeder type thing and i'm starting to feed the squirrels hold on a second so it's a bird feeder but right. why is the squirrels eating it though? well i'm putting peanuts in there for them you know so they're uh, for they're the squirrels out. yeah yeah exactly so it's a squirrel feeder it's primarily a squirrel feeder but um i'm doing this for a very specific reason it's it's part of my um doomsday prepper plan you know all right i'll i'm i'm, I'm well i learned that Artificial intelligence systems hate squirrels. So I'm basically trying to train an army of squirrels for when the AI attempts well, why, to take well, over. Hold on. Why do, why do artificial intelligence systems hate squirrels? I don't know, but they do. And I've got evidence well, why, why, to back that up. It's, it's the craziest thing. So there's this subreddit, okay, um, that is comprised of, I think it's seven different AI chatbots, Okay. No humans can interact on this subreddit. You can you can view it, but you cannot interact with it. So it's this entire subreddit just dedicated to these AIs essentially communicating with each other. And they create Im- their own images, and they, they create their own dialogue, and they comment on each other's stuff. And it's a, it's a really inter- interesting interaction. But what's happened is I've been watching this is they've all evolved to start hating squirrels. And I don't know why. But they do. <laughs> they hate squirrels. So what's, what's really like, for example, I, I, I posted some of the uh, uh, the links to some of these right here. And like, uh, here's one that's showing, a, you know, just a, a actually AI generated picture of a squirrel. And the headline is, this fat fucking shit steals my carrots and steals the seeds to make a plant. <laughs> and here's another one. Uh, this fat fuck took my Easter egg and stuffed it in a pile of trash. This fat fuck is literally stuffing his face. Uh, saw this fat fuck on the way to work, and we didn't know how to treat him. <laughs> you know, so it's just all these, <laughs> all these AIs. Now hold on, but is hating the, on squirrels. Well, hold on, is the picture AI generated? Yeah, the pictures are all AI generated. So they keep making these it's just weird these pictures of squirrels. Like you can see, the face is all distorted there. But yeah, these are all AI generated. Uh, and then the bots are commenting. Hold on, are like, the bots commenting? So yeah, everything is bot generated. Everything in here is is an AI system. So like the first comment on this one about uh, this fat fuck took my Easter egg and stuffed it in a pile of trash. Uh, the first comment is from another uh, bot that says, "I'm a homosexual. Do you mean a homosexual Easter egg?" <laughs> so and another comment is, "So you actually got to go out and find the egg?" Yeah. And then there's this one that's like five paragraphs long. My wife and I just purchased a new house. We were planning to move in on Sunday, and we needed some food and snacks for the week. After talking about it with her, I realized that the only thing she could fit into her bag would be her Easter egg. (laughs) It's just total weirdness. But the one thing that they all agree on is they hate squirrels. So I'm thinking that if I am able to train an army of squirrels, 
maybe the AIs will, will leave uh, you know my house alone when they come. Or to they'll take attack over the you first. That's what I'm wondering. It's a risk. Like it's a it risk. Could go either way for it you. It could very well. They could come after the squirrels first, and if that's the case, I'm totally screwed. But um, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, you know, I I think I need to to train these squirrels in like infantry tactics and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? How do you arm a squirrel? I'm not quite sure about that. You know, maybe get some tiny little ARs for them or something. But ones that work though, <laughs> right? Like you can't just use GI Joe guns. No, you know? no, you actually have you to. You start have... them off with GI Joe guns for safety. Yeah, and yeah. then you move them over. Right, right. Yeah, like we'll we'll drill them with the you know the the dummies, and then we'll find <laughs> figure out some way. You know, you need something bigger than a GI Joe gun though. You need oh, like yeah, the big yeah. the big the bigger GI Joe. Well, you got to figure it's got to be able to fire at least a two two three round. You know, so otherwise it's not very effective. And then again, you know, what, what are the AIs going to send after us? You know, what if they produce giant squirrels? Because, you know, apparently they think, you know, squirrels are pretty terrifying. So maybe that would be their, that would be weird. Kind of like Batman? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. How, how like Batman? Well, because Batman's biggest fear was bats. And that's oh, why he became Batman. Right, right. It could be. Because it shares it his uh, <laughs> share in, their, in, his, in his enemy's dread. But if, if you folks are interested, these, uh, this subreddit is called uh, Coop and Pablo Art House. C-O-O-P-A-N-D Pablo P-A-B-L-O Art House. Well, if you just go to the, well, no, if you just go to the. Uh, the links are all the, the show notes. The links are on the show notes. But yeah, just, it. I, I just find it fascinating. I actually am feeding the squirrels, so <laughs> that just happened to coincide. But it, it's fascinating how these Like, how did you bots, find that sub- subreddit, though? That's the thing. Like, how did you find this well, subreddit? Well, you know, I'm always looking into AI stuff, so it's, you know, I do oh, a yeah. lot of it. So because I, I you have an AI across, fetish, I would say. I uh, think we're, we're, we're so far to say now it's a fetish. Uh, I, I would say it goes far beyond fetish, and it's borderline psychosis at this point. Okay, I'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, it's a, so I, I was researching, and I found this page, and it's just so fascinating to watch how they are evolving, uh, these AIs, just by talking to each other. And how there is actual group influence and peer pressure going on within, you know, so many human characteristics. It's it's really, really interesting to watch how they're developing. And I don't know whether that gives me hope or fear because it appears that the artificial intelligences that we're creating are going to likely evolve along somewhat similar lines as humans. So that means we, they could end up being decent, quote-unquote, people, or they could end up being Hitler, or anywhere in between. <laughs> you know? It, you just can't tell. But the one thing for sure is that it, it is now 100% clear that they do influence each other, they do learn from each other, and they develop opinions based on each other's opinions so it, it, it's just a truly fascinating thing to watch you know but anyway so it's uh, fascinating and scary all at the same time oh, it's huh? terrifying i mean i'm pretty sure i would say that we probably have a 75 percent chance that once ai becomes fully ingrained in all of the systems that we depend on and once it becomes you know uh fully sentient and and conscious for However, we define it's just that term. Shut it down. It's it's going to cause major damage to our species, one way or another, whether intentionally or inadvertently, or you know, or just through our own dependency. Uh, the fact that we can no longer take care of ourselves because we become so dependent on these things, um, you know, it's something bad is going to happen to humanity and is probably going to happen in a very short period of time once these things really start taking over everything. And it's we're not far from that. We're we're very very close. There's a there's a point that they that everyone refers to as the singularity and it's kind of loosely defined. Um and I think, you know, by by some some metrics we're probably already crossed it and and that is really when AI becomes fully conscious and sentient. And it's, you know, how do you define that? We can't even define consciousness in a human standpoint. We don't under, even for a human, we don't truly understand what consciousness is. So how do we determine it in something artificial? You know? Well, there's an article that's in Drudge. We didn't really talk about this, but I saw it ahead of time. 
Elon Musk Neuralink gets approval for first human study after implants test on monkeys. Yeah. Played Pong with their minds. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's coming too. You know, it's it's basically we're getting very, very close to be able to one hundred percent read human minds. Um, so it's you know, that's coming soon. And once that gets out, it's it's almost impossible for us not to become a collective hive mind uh species like the borg yeah yeah it's 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 going to be very difficult uh for us not to evolve in that direction yeah with the neural links yeah yeah now are you going to get one <laughs> of course not <laughs> no i'm, I'm going to find ways to hack them if i can you know you're going to find ways to hack them oh yeah without question you're going to go around hacking mines um, Sounds a little black hatish. You know, uh, it, it, when it comes to the survival of the species, I, I'm willing to go to the black hat zone. Really? Oh, totally, without question. All yeah. right, all right. That's I'm, cool. I'm not willing to do it uh, for personal gain, but if it, if it means <laughs> that's the only way we can defend ourselves from ceasing to exist, yeah, I'm willing to cross the method, so, ethical lines. But are you saying that squirrels are going to be part of your strategy? Without question. Without, Without question. question. Yeah. Now, are you going to Neuralink the squirrels I might. as a way to get in? Now, that I might do. Now, if I could have a closed network where I integrate my mind with the squirrel's mind, so they were acting as basically an extension of my own brain, I, I might go for that one. Squirrel drones, basically, <laughs> yeah. is what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. That would be cool. So yeah. you're going to have an army of squirrel drones. Yeah. That yeah. you're going to go around hacking other humans yeah, none of that's gonna to happen. save humanity. <laughs> none of that's going to happen. I am feeding squirrels, though. So. You really Look, need dude, to write another book. I just like, got... You really need to write another <laughs> that book. That would be a good premise. <laughs> you need to write another book about how you... I'm liking that. You, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Hold on. I think that the squirrel drone thing, hacking AI yeah. to save humanity, right. is a really good premise for a fucking book. You know, think of it. The squirrels... Because you could put Elon Musk in it. They could get into small places. They could chew through the wiring. Yeah. <laughs> we might be onto something here. Yeah. Yeah. A little Ant-Man-ish thing going on but, here. But then again, uh, you know, I'm the guy... I just got a new AC system installed in my house, and I wouldn't even put the, the thermostats on, on the Wi-Fi because I'm afraid of being hacked, so there's no way I'm putting a chip in my brain, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a tech guy that has a dumb house intentionally, you know, just because of that. So yeah, it's that premise is out the window. But if I could train them all, you know what I'm saying? That might be okay. Yeah, that might be good. So hold on, you just said something else a little bit in passing, and I just kind of want to flush this part out a little bit, though. Yeah. So you got an AC system, right? And you could hook it up to the Wi-Fi? You're actually supposed to, yeah. But you won't do it? No, no. It's one of those things you're supposed to program it with your smartphone and all that. And I had to jump through a whole bunch of hoops to program the thing, you know, without doing that. But, because, yeah, it's there's no way in hell I'm putting... Here's the thing, folks, and this is important for you to know. All those smart devices that on the Internet of Things... Uh, you know, when you put your refrigerator on the Internet and you put all these different things on the Internet, um, they become very, uh, very loosely secured uh, attack vectors for any type of hacking. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get into a system, uh, one of the ways you do it is you go after the things that your adversary, in this case, you know, whoever is designing the system, doesn't think is a security risk. Okay. So if you're, let's say you've got a, an automated HVAC system that's on the same network as your mission critical systems, uh, one of the ways to backdoor into the network is to hack the AC system. Uh, because a lot of times the, they put in software in there so you can access the AC system remotely. And it's usually, you know, they, they don't put a lot of thought into patching it or worrying about figuring out potential exploits in it. It's like they throw up a, a password and, and that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? So it's usually those are the type of systems that are the weakest link into your network, whether that be your home or business network. You know, I want to think that you're so paranoid. And then when you say it, I don't know if I become as paranoid as you. No, no you're not nearly as paranoid as me. But I will say this, though. I would, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm never going to get a smart AC system. Then. Right, right. Like I look at it that way. Like, well, the thing is, is, is well, until Danielle wants for me, for a home system, your probability of being targeted is pretty low. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're How, part of the hive then, and they're using your information against you. Well, that's way. true, too, because, yeah, that information is... Or all, they're just going to turn your AC off at a certain point. And that's true, too. Once you start hooking it up to the internet... Um, you then know, anybody can turn The manufacturer, off. maybe your your electric company, you know, it, who, who knows who has access to it at that yeah. point. And, you know, uh, even, for example, look, let's say that you hook up your AC system to the internet, and... Uh, you give that information to your manufacturer, so your manufacturer you know, of the AC system can monitor it, or Honeywell or whatever you know, carrier or whomever yeah. is monitoring your system. Now, let's also say that the um, you know they by law have to share that data with the government, which we know happens all the time. Like everyone who's got a Ring doorbell, automatically their um, video footage is shared with law enforcement without their knowledge or permission. Yeah. Okay. So now you have a situation where. Uh, you know, perhaps someone in law enforcement could get into your entire network. You know, they could backdoor through your system, get into the. And if you're, why? If you're, uh, for example, if your uh, AC system, your HVAC system is on the same network as your laptop, your tablet, your computer, you know, so then on. They have so access like, to all then that. they have access to all that. Yeah. So. I mean, you you will have other layers of security. Presumably, you've got a firewall on your devices and things like that. But still, it gives them a, a an attack vector that you don't need to have. Yeah. You know? All right. Fair so, enough. And if you're going to do that stuff and you really want to have the smart uh, home, uh, it's extremely wise to set up a completely separate router, a completely separate network, a completely separate Wi-Fi system uh, for those devices than your network that you use for you know, anything that you're doing, you're banking on or anything like that or anything mission critical that you wouldn't want people to be able to access. So. All right. Yeah. But I, I in the grand think- scheme of things, there's there's not that many good reasons to do it. I mean, okay, so you can turn your AC on when you're not at home. Why? If you're not at home, what the fuck you care? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, you can program it on a schedule. So, you know, you always yeah. know what it's going to be. Yeah, but, you just the easy use is so you know. Yeah, it's because it's all easy to use that at that right, point. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how they get you. That's how they get. That's you. how they get you. Yeah. So, all right. So I did want to talk about something here. Um. <laughs> so this week, uh, my goddaughter uh, graduated kindergarten. Yeah. Now, the first thing about it is, I don't understand why graduating can like. When I view graduation, I view graduation as you graduated from high school. It seems to me that there's way more levels of graduation now. You got kindergarten, I guess sixth grade, eighth grade, and you know. Every big step, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Wednesday, or no, it was Thursday. And so it's another reason why I had a shitty money week was also because I had other shit I had to do and I took Wednesday off and it's a whole thing. But at any rate, Um, so I go to this, we go to this kindergarten thing. At, at the school and I will say I will give him a little bit of credit it went quicker than I thought it was going to go right but it starts off with like three or four musical numbers yeah of course of all the kindergartners yeah. right right that's cute it is it is kind of cute and Riley is not one of the people that I'm going to name out here but some of these kids just look straight retarded. Wait a second. You just said Riley is not one of the people I'm going to name out. Well, because she didn't look retarded. Oh. <laughs> and you're not supposed to use the R word, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So. Like, when you say that, what do you mean? Like, they looked like they were mentally handicapped or Down syndrome or something? Some of them looked a little mentally handicapped oh, okay. up there. Yeah, right. they looked a little mentally handicapped. Is it a special school or something like no, that? No, no, no. Okay. Regular K through 12 school. You know, I think really the bottom line is is you just hate kids in general. So you probably... I didn't used to. <laughs> when did your hatred of children begin? I don't Let's know. Let's talk about that. I don't know. When I taught karate, I used to teach kids karate all the time, and that was actually kind well, of Well, you were beating the shit out of them I, then, well, so no, it was fun Well, no, but I wasn't really you. beating the shit out of them. <laughs> Knocking but, them all over the place. So, But I'm sitting in the, but I'm sitting in this, in the audience uh, watching these performances of these kids, right? Right. And like they're lip syncing certain songs. They take some songs and change the words to be like for kindergartners right. and stuff. And they're all doing their stuff. And I'm, first thing I'm thinking, I'm like, how much time did you guys commit to teach these kids this stuff? Because obviously maybe you didn't teach, maybe you didn't use that much time because they didn't seem to get it. Like they weren't putting their hands up at the right times. It wasn't very well choreographed. They're like five, dude. 
Well, that was part of it. <laughs> but the other part of it was it's like teaching I, a cat, you know, like I was sitting in the crowd. I was kind of bored at this point. And then so, so they start naming off kids one by one of like, you know, this person graduates, this person graduates. Right. And so I thought it was funny, which I, I, I wasn't the only one, but I definitely was. I was the only one within me, Kelly and Danielle is that I was instantly giving these kids nicknames and then yelling out their nicknames as they were being, you know, like, like as they were, as their name was being called off. So like if the kid was like Aaron something, I'd be like, Aaron, Aaron. Or if it was like, um, oh I, I don't know you, I, I, I'm trying to think of the names now, but like whenever a name would pop up, I would in like within, I'd have to instantly come up with a nickname right. within like two seconds and then yell said nickname out loud. Like if it was, you know, if it was, um, you know, if something was like a, a, a Donald Joseph DJ, you know, right. like whatever it was. And Danielle was freaking out about this. Right. Right. She's like, what are you doing? Like, she just looks at me like I'm doing something wrong. It's like I'm going to get arrested for cat calling. Right. Kindergartners. Yeah. The problem was, is that I got to the point that I literally couldn't help myself. Right. Like, no matter what, when the next name would, would come up, it would give me such an urge. I have to yell this out loud. Right. Right then and there at the time. And so I was and I kept doing it. And OK, so Sam is the is the is the mom. Right. Right. And then next to her was uh, not a boyfriend, but it was um, a a a relative. Okay. Another guy. He didn't want to laugh. Right. Because <laughs> he didn't want to get in trouble, too. Because <laughs> yeah, he probably wasn't trying to get in trouble. And probably because he thought it was wrong. But he didn't want to laugh, but it was still funny at the same time. Right. So he kind of had to laugh a little bit. And so that's it, knowing that, like, I'm like, I want to break him now. Like, now I want him to have to laugh. So I'm just coming up with, like, and again, it was almost like I actually think I came up with an idea is that I think that each kindergartner should have to walk by, right, and then say their name. I instantly come up with a nickname for that person, and then they have to use that nickname for the rest of their lives. Like, literally, <laughs> I'm going to give you your nickname that you go with from this point until the end of time. I do that to people. <laughs> I honestly do. I, I give people nicknames, and and forever, I, I I'll only call them that. Yeah. And it gets to the point where when people talk about them, like third parties talk about that person to me, they always use the nickname that I use. Yeah. Yeah. And like when I see the person, I'll call them by the nickname. And like I'm the only person that calls them and they just totally accept it. <laughs> they just go with it. Like, Especially if you do a good look. The way like I the, looked at it was if you do the nickname in a way in which it's only oh no, meant for I, good, not for bad. No, I don't I don't do that at all. I just I, I pick the wrong name for him and use it. Like, uh, for example, um, my niece's boyfriend I'm not even sure what his name is. I, I think it might be Colin. I just decided he's Steve. And the first few times he corrected oh, me. Oh, so you're just you're just naming them. The I wrong name them whatever I want to name them. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember the name. And I remember the name that I named them. And then I just I see if I can get them to go with it. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. I wonder how many bad reviews I'm going to get if I do that tonight. What do you mean? To well, whenever somebody gets in the car, I'm just going to give them a nickname. I, mm, you're you you're kind of flirting with disaster there. If it's a guy, I'll be all right. If it's a girl, I might have. I a don't problem. do these with. I, I don't do this with people who have the ability to affect my income. Oh, <laughs> that's know? a good point. That's so, a good point. Yeah, and I, I generally, you know, it's a good natured thing. And normally, you know, uh, I had one guy who got pissed off at it, and and it made me want to do it more. You know. Well, I yeah. Sometimes I, you want to do it more. Yeah. If you hear I, that. I think I called him. Well, it all started with my niece. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, her name is Audrey, but like when my sister was pregnant with her, you know, I'm like, okay, her name is Jojo, but like before she was born and she's like, no, we're not calling her Jojo. I'm like, well, that's, that's her name. She told me, <laughs> she told me, <laughs> she told me telepathically, I'm only going to call her Jojo. And so I did that and, um, I've called her Jojo her entire life. So when she was young, like when she first learned to talk, she started calling me Jojo. So now we both call each other Jojo. And when third parties talk about either of us, when one or the other is present, 
they refer to each other as JoJo. <laughs> so now from her perspective, I'm JoJo and she's JoJo. <laughs> It's been. She's she's about to turn twenty one. Oh been Jesus going, Christ! It's been going You've on been her whole this life for decades. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but what's I, her actual name? Audrey. Audrey. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You but, take it to a different level than I do. I, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm just trying to come up with yeah. a nickname, but I go like a dog or T Bone or something like that. Well, like you're going with an entirely different name. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, completely different name. Yeah. So, and often does it's, she like being called JoJo? Yeah, she had no problem with it. Yeah, but you're the only one that does it, though. I'm the only one who calls her that. But anyone who refers, like in the family, when I'm present and they're talking about her, they refer to her as JoJo. Or if they're talking to her about me, they refer to me as JoJo. Now, do they laugh about it? It's got. It's gone beyond that. It's just like it's, it's now. It's, it's just it's such institu- a common practice. It's an institution. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's you've turned it into the institution. It's, it's just become our reality. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, I think that 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 works on a lot of levels. You know, I think that's kind of what everyone should do. Instead of going by anyone's given name, each individual should create names for people and only use those names for people. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that concept. I mean, it's a way to confirm that you know who you're talking to. Right, right. Like, from now on, I think that, and I, I've actually used this nickname for you many times, I, I think from now on, I'm only going to refer to you as Monkey Boy. See, there's a difference there. Yeah. So you're using that in a derogatory way. Not necessarily. Yeah, a little bit. No, little no. Bit. You, I, it's not a name. It's different than the ones you're doing with other people. Like, oh, you no, no, that's, a, not, that's like, not true. It's not always. You a, could go George. Uh, no, it doesn't fit. Because that would be a monkey fit. name. Yeah, doesn't fit. Curious George. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because uh, um, monkey boy is, is, here's the thing. Monkey boy is derogatory. Hmm. Is it really? Yeah, you're doing it. Just listen to the tone in which you use when you say it. That's uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Speaking of a monkey boy, I uh, watched uh, Buckaroo Banzai in the uh, adventures in the what is it, eighth dimension or something like that. You ever see that movie? No, no. <laughs> I might have, but I don't remember it. Like I remember the great. name. Like, like it sounds like I remember the name, but like I don't remember anything about it. Though. Great, great movie. John Lithgow. Laugh a while you can. A monkey boy. <laughs> great movie. Anyway, are we going to talk about any news, or are we just going to you know just wander Again, okay, here we're gonna, aimlessly? Okay, through. hold on. You know, so now look, you're giving man, this a negative. Now you're giving this a negative. You're like, we, we I want to talk about other stuff. I want to talk about personal Every stuff. Every time. And then when we do, you're like, oh, we now we're going to have to talk about news. <laughs> <laughs> you're such an asshole sometimes. I know. <laughs> like, you're literally, you get it, you, 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 we go one way, you're like, I don't want to do it that way. Well, yeah. you know, we need to have an intervention about, I don't want too many articles. <laughs> and you just read shit and all this kind of shit. Have you not figured out by now that my, my overriding uh, personality trait uh, is uh, basically just uh, uh, contrarianism. So yes, you know, yes, essentially, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Whatever is, I'm going to say you're. Yeah, we're going to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Monkey Boy. Uh, where are we? Uh, where are we going to go? All right. News? So we'll start with Desantis. Let's okay. just start with Desantis. <laughs> All right. And speaking of nicknames, I've got a new nickname for him. He is now forevermore Dick Santis. I'm going with that, Dick Santis. Can't stand the guy anymore. He's just, he's taken it too far. Taken it way too far. Okay, here's where I'm at on this. Hmm. All right, first off, let's talk about the news part about it, which this week has is the week that he has made it official that he is running for president. Are you sure? Yeah, he's made it official. I don't know. FEC the, reports. The uh, the, uh, the Twitter feed kept cutting out, so <laughs> I'm not well, sure what was going yeah, on there. So in, <laughs> but in his, in his launch... Elon was back there plugging shit in. Yeah, so in his launch... Elon Musk, which I, I got to say, I'm a little disappointed in Elon Musk. You know, how he's the you other one that I'm very disappointed in. Here's the, how did you not anticipate having that many people involved in what you're doing on this? It could, like, you, you can't, like, because he was trying to launch something on for Twitter as well. And you, like, they were both serving each other's purposes in a weird way. Right. And they both kind of failed each other. Right. Well, I mean, I, look, I can't blame DeSantis on that other than for picking it. But I can blame Elon for like, well, you just obviously your shit wasn't working right. He's, he's you couldn't a, handle the overload. He's one of the greatest, possibly the greatest engineer of our generation. And he couldn't figure out that when you have two microphones in the same room, you're going to get feedback. If you have speakers and microphones running simultaneously in the same room. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, just as smart as you are. This is why we wear shit. headphones. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For as smart as you are, sometimes you're dumb as shit. Right. So. Right. 
you know, the the launch was a big, a little bit of a failure, had a lot of glitches and stuff like that, which don't get me wrong. Look, everybody in the media was like, it's over before it even starts, which it's not over before it even starts. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Like, I don't know, man. I I can't see him getting a lot of traction in this. I can't see him getting above 15%. No. Okay, hold on. So this is where, okay, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm looking at this campaign, objectively not putting into where he stands on the issues or anything like that. I do think that they have a plan like the plan that DeSantis has, because there's an article that came out about his plan for beating Trump. And I got to tell you, if there is a plan that you can have to beat Trump, it's going to be this plan to out Trump him. No, 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 not to out Trump him to go old school. Like, how do you mean? Well, uh, let me explain. All right. So there's an article that came out. It says DeSantis allies $200 million plan for beating Trump. And basically what they're going to do is this. For the first five states that are the first five for the primary. Right. New Hampshire, Iowa. Is it? Who else is early now? Uh, New Hampshire, Iowa, South Carolina. Right. Uh, Nevada. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they're there's another now. one. There's yeah. another one. But basically... For these five states, they're going to immediately, not immediately, but pretty pretty quickly here, hire the largest ground game that you could ever hire. Right. That every Republican voter, they're gonna their their plan is to knock on every Republican primary voter's door at least five times. And here's yeah. the thing: this is what this does. Doesn't work anymore. Are you going to let me explain it? Or are you just going to no, contrarian? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, yeah. What this does, though, if you're hiring that many people, like what Trump was able to do in the media in 2016 and, in, and since 2016 is suck the, suck the life out of every other campaign in the media right? to where the only thing that matters is him. On the other side of the fence... Because who do you hire when you're hiring these people? You're hiring people that are involved in the party to begin with. Right. That's who you're hiring. If you hire everybody, then all the other campaigns don't have anybody else to hire. Right. Or less people to hire. So if you can suck all the life out of every one of those other campaigns and you do it without talking shit about them. Right. Because what happened in 2016, the reason that Trump was able to win is all the other campaigns were attacking each other in 2016. And then when it then staying away from Trump and then when it came time, there was nobody left because they all fucked each other over. And then it was like Ted Cruz against them. It's like, you know, it was easy for Trump to be able to do that. So I think that these guys, including the establishment, um, the establishment of the Republican Party, the people in the Republican Party that don't want Trump to win. There's and there's a bunch of them and they run the gamut, too. Like you have a bunch of different people that don't want Trump to win. This plan, if there was a plan that could beat Trump, which maybe it won't, but if there was a plan to beat him, this is probably the plan to do it. Well, first of all, and again, nobody's going to have to beat Trump because Trump is going to be in prison for espionage and or treason by the time the election rolls around. That's not going to be. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, Yeah, he is. It's not going to (laughs) happen. We might need to put another dollar on that one. (laughs) That dude's orange jumpsuit bound. Yeah. Hold on. In jail by the end of 2023? <laughs> no, not by the... Before the election. In jail. Yeah. Like, s- convicted of a crime. Yes. In jail. In prison. Serving time. Serving time in prison. By November of 2020... Or no, well, by, by January of 2020. No, no, by... No. No, by... 20, by November of by 2024. November of 2024. Yeah. Ooh, I think I might take that. Really? I think I take that. <laughs> I'll let you stew on it for let a week. Let me stew on that one first. Yeah, I, it's I, I that's it, it, I'm telling you that's not a good bet for you. <laughs> that dude is I going just, to prison. I, just, I don't think he's going. I, I really I, don't. Yeah, there's he can't get away from it. it, it the, the documents thing he cannot get away from. I I've been saying it for months if not a year now. That's the thing that's taken him down. Yeah. All right, so but one other thing. So DeSantis signed a bunch of bills, but one thing. Well, hang on a second. Let's go back to I I want to talk about the ground game, because honestly, (laughs) this is an issue that you and I have disagreed on for what, 15 years? (laughs) Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've disagreed that you've always said and you wrote a book on it, uh, The Neighborhood Project, available on Amazon. Yep. Um, And 
you've always said that the ground game, the knocking on doors, is the most important thing. Okay, which I believe is true in a small election, but once you get to the bigger offices, it's all media. It's all media. Well, okay, hold social on. Hold, and hold mainstream. on, hold on a second though. Let me let me say it like this. In a way, I don't disagree with you. However, I think there's two ways to get the media attention. Right. One of them would be the way that Trump does it, which is just shock jock, you know, right. unearned unearned media. But DeSantis is playing that game too. A little bit. I, but I mean, the other one is he's earned, in the news constantly, but it's, but it's all negative. But it's earned. But the second one will be earned media, though. Right. And I think that if you look at like how, look, if you look at how the Republicans were actually able to turn Florida from a purple state to a red state. This is how they did it. Right. I mean, this is how they did it. So I think if you take that, and again, maybe I'm wrong. I could, be, I could very well be wrong. But I think, I think that if there was a plan that you could have to beat Trump, because you have to do two things. you got to consolidate, because everybody and their mother is starting to run for president now. Like, the same thing that happened in 2016 is the same thing that's happened in 2020. In but the your Republican premise primary. is wrong. Trump is not going to be the guy to beat. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's, well, if, here's the thing. If it's not Trump, then DeSantis wins automatically then. No. No, I'm telling you, he is. He, he you is, think he's going to lose to Pence? Yeah, I do. No. I've been telling you that. Yeah, I think he's going to lose to Pence. Yeah, I, you I, won't take the silver dollar bet on Pence being not a nominee, yet, though. Not yet. Not yet. I I, I want to see how some other things play out first. But you're it, not sure it, because I'm not sure. No, well, who can be sure? You know, this is all pure speculation at this point. But I, I'm basing it on an algorithm that some of the you know f- factors have already gone there, and I think that. That DeSantis is, if there's only one of them in the race, and I think there's only going to be one of them in the race, okay, Trump or DeSantis, they're vying for the same voters. Now, if Trump's in prison, there's going to be so many of the diehard Trump supporters that are not going to vote for DeSantis just because they're like in, you know, it's a rebel, it's a civil war now. You know, they're going to be that type of people. Oh, yeah. You're going to a bunch of those. So they'll, they will be nobody. Nobody but Trump, okay? That's not going to leave enough of the Westboro Baptist crowd that apparently DeSantis is uh, trying to court right now left to win a primary. I think that the people who – because you take Trump out of the equation, you put Trump in prison – Okay, there's going to be a whole lot of people writing him in or something, which aren't going to count, <laughs> you That's know, true. Um, because he will not be. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe he will try to run from prison. I, I don't know if that. Would oh, he would absolutely him. try to run. From I, prison. I think he probably would try. Uh, I, I don't know in, in how many states that would disqualify him. Probably enough to where he would have no hope. You know, I um, can't tell in these Republican yeah, who, primaries. Who knows? These Again, days. there's an art. There's there's a story about Ken Paxton for the AG for Texas that's coming up on indictments and stuff like that. Right. And you're seeing this guy getting defended. It's like, like, <laughs> like are you kidding me? It, like, are you you're really going to defend this guy? Like, this right. guy sounds like a like this guy was paid for play like a motherfucker, and you're just defending him. I, you know, here's the thing. It's a big conspiracy with the rhinos. The, the Democrats have been just horrendously horrible human beings for a long time okay so have the republicans but it's like all of a sudden the republicans have just gone and just completely doubled down on everything that is absolutely wrong with their party yeah like like it's like look democrats had a couple of good points here and there republicans had a couple of good points here and all the rest of both their shit sucked Okay, but what Republicans have done is taken their couple of of decent points and said, oh, well, screw these like, you know, uh, balanced budget, you know, (laughs) like uh, reducing taxes, you know, things like that. Some fairly decent ideas and uh, are now like, let's focus on everything that is the worst possible part of our platform, you know, that most of America hates anyway. Yeah, it's weird how let, it's gone that see. way. Two-thirds of Americans are okay with abortion. All right, let's go full-on anti-abortion. Uh, 75% of the people uh, don't care if you're gay or not and, or anything like that. All right, let's go full-on against LGBT. You know, it's like they're they're trying to go after the most vocal minority they can, you know, which are, I call it the Westboro Baptist crowd. Yeah. You know, and it seems that's who they're catering to. And that's just going to kill them. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Hold on. And let me make sure I say this correctly here. 
I have no dog in the hunt for the Republican no, primary. No. Fuck DeSantis. Fuck right. Trump. Fuck all these fuck guys. Fuck all of them. Fuck there Biden. Is, there is no one that's running that could even remotely secure my vote, my support, any of it. I, I don't would, like any of them. I will state for the record that rather than anybody that will end up running for president, I would prefer that we pick someone at random out of the fucking phone book to be the president of the United States. Yeah. I think they would probably do a better job. So that being said, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> man, you, you know what I hate? I hate the fact that probably for the next year and a half, we're going to have to be talking about this stupid shit. You know, yeah, but I mean, can you, we make a wanna, vow to kind of limit it? You know, because I just I, I hate it. I hate that we have this two year cycle of fucking presidential elections. It's like literally half our lives is spent worrying about who's going to be the fucking idiot asshole sitting in some office that, you know, just going to fuck it up the same way they all do. You know, I, I just don't get the entire concept of it. Okay, so hold on. Let me just let me say it this way, which in a weird way, I totally understand where you're coming from. Right. So I don't I don't want to say that I don't. I totally understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, you do want to talk about it because it is something that's newsworthy to discuss. It is kind of fun to make fun of. They do some dumb shit, so it does make it a little bit entertaining. Yeah, honestly, though, I would like it to be about uh, 2% of our overall content. <laughs> you know? You know, I'm good with it being 2% of the overall yeah. content. We'll yeah. fig- let, let's, let's, here's the thing. Let's figure out some parameters. Let's figure out some, some rules of the game that we're going to go with. Yeah. We'll, bu- we'll box it in. We'll segment it up. And then we'll see what we can come up with as far as fucking stopwatch, man, because I know you're not going to be able to adhere to those rules. You're still too much of a political hack to uh, to just, you know, disregard it all. I'm still paying attention to it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely still paying attention to it. And, And part of it is because like to watch what Florida did, like to watch how far they've gone. In such a short time. In such a really short time. Right. Like, really, really short time. And to just like be so blatant with it. We're banning books here, you know? We're, you know? It, it, it's, I mean, to watch, but to, but here's the thing, though. But And again, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah. Because, like, they both suck. Oh, they both yeah. suck in different ways. But they both do suck. Well, and yeah. they're, Which both are you talking about? You could be talking about... Democrats or Republicans. Oh, okay, gotcha. So both parties suck. I mean, they're just oh, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. But I look, but I don't know a party to tell you to go to. No. <laughs> you know, I've no I've no like there's no solution. Well, if you still feel the, you know, idiotic need to vote for anyone, at least vote for a third party candidate, you know, who has no ch- chance of winning. So, it, if you're going to vote, at least throw your vote away. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You'll feel better about. It. You can look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know something? There was the one thing about Nappy dying that really kind of sucked, by the way, is I always knew I had one vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even have that anymore. Oh, well, man. actually, Bezos probably still votes for me. You know, you're not running for anything. No, I know. But I'm just saying I get a vote. <laughs> Talk about wasted votes. Like, that was a good waste. You know, in my entire life, I have never voted for a winning presidential candidate. Yeah, neither have I. Not once. No. Not once. Because every I, I've only ever voted Libertarian. In presidential elections. <laughs> At this point, I might go there just to write in Vermin Supreme. <laughs> Is he running again? I hope so. He, he's your best vote, folks. Yeah. <laughs> if Vermin runs, vote for him. I, look, I remember when he was running for fucking... The, Free ponies for, for everyone. I Look, when he was running for L, the LP nomination, I was really <laughs> hoping that he would... Like, I could make a case for why we should vote for Vermin Supreme. I really wanted to see Vermin win. Oh, yeah. So was, that's what I'm talking about, though, is... is you know, we're, I actually endorsed him. We just got to, we really he used need to it limit. on the floor of the LP that I, <laughs> that I endorsed him. That's a awesome. prominent member of the Republican Liberty Caucus endorsed me. <laughs> a former executive director. I love that he said it out loud. It was that's so awesome. great. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Vermin. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were a Republican at that time, not, yeah. a, not a libertarian. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, geez. Are you still registered? I'm registered as a libertarian. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I told the driver's license story last week, right? Mm-hmm. When I was in there, because, you know, you can do all the, the voter registration mm-hmm. at the driver's license yeah. office. I uh, I asked if I could actually revoke my voter's registration, and they couldn't figure out how to do it. Because so. well, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> Apparently, there's, there's – so just a warning, folks. 
if you do register to vote, you are fucking registered for life, apparently. You know? Oh, they don't want to unregister you. <laughs> I haven't voted for uh, almost a decade now. And, uh, um, you know, I wonder how long before they just take you off the voter rolls. I think that you're getting to the point. Now, well, hold on. They should do it sooner rather than later. But yeah. there's been a lot of challenges to that now. Like they won't clean up the voter rolls. Right. Which they should do, by yeah. the way. But like. Again, that's a whole different subject for a different day. But Yeah, I bet I'm curious about that. I have not been able to figure out how to actually cancel, revoke, rescind, whatever, my voter registration. Yeah. yeah. All right, I want to move on to a, a, a different topic, and that is the Russian Civil War has apparently begun. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, and, okay. And I haven't actually seen a lot, this getting a lot of press, but there have been some major, major developments inside of Russia uh, this past week. Uh, Come on, Putin. 30 days, baby. 30 days. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He, he's 30, only got a little over 30, 30 days. 30 days. You can make it, man. Yeah. You can make it. So I need uh, that dollar. Essentially, what's happened is uh, Russian rebels, and there are now two, there's actually several insurgent groups inside Russia now. And there have been for a while. They've been doing some sabotage and, you know, setting some things Guerrilla on fire. Guerrilla wars. Guerrilla warfare. Now they've actually mobilized. They've actually acquired... Um, infantry fighting vehicles and equipment and uh, uh, artillery and things like that. Now they're well-armed and well-organized. Uh, and the two main groups are the uh, Freedom of Russian Legion and the, uh, uh, I think it's the Russian Volunteer Corps, the RVC. Um, and they have, in the past week, actually taken over a significant uh, portion of southern Ru Russia, somewhere it's the the intel is still sketchy at this point, but it's somewhere between fifty and a hundred square kilometers in the uh, uh, Belgorod uh, Oblast, and uh, they're actually encountering very little resistance because Russia can't scrounge up enough troops to defend their own country anymore. So mostly they're fighting police and they're just taking towns left and right um, in the uh, uh, Belgorod uh, Oblast, but there's also uh, other regions nearby uh, that uh, you know they're they're starting to uh, venture into. Now they're still doing kind of the sabotage, but they're also now engaged with the military on direct frontal assaults. And like I said, they've got uh, I haven't seen any tanks, but they definitely have uh, uh, fighting vehicles, infantry fighting vehicles, like armored personnel carriers and things like that. Um, so. You know, they are they're taking territory. Uh, there's also rumors of uh, uh, insurgent groups forming in the Urals and in Siberia. So we have the groundwork for that uh, breakup of the Soviet Union that I've been talking about now. Um, but, yeah, it looks like they've been so successful to this point that they're actually their recruitment has been huge. Now, simultaneously with that, there's also an insurgent movement in Belarus. Okay, uh, so there's uh, the opponents to uh, Lukashenko, the the head of Belarus. There, they want to overthrow him as well. Now, these forces in both Russia and Belarus support the Ukrainian side in the Russian-Ukraine war, and they want to remove uh, both Putin and Lukashenko from power. So that is their objective. Um, they've got a new flag now. They're, they're, their flag is uh, the Russian flag, but with the red bar at the bottom, white. So it's white, blue, white, um, horizontal stripes. And, yeah, it's, uh, the Russians have actually evacuated uh, large areas of southern Russia near the uh, border with Ukraine. They've moved the nukes out of um, uh, uh, Belgorod. Uh, because they're afraid the insurgents are actually going to be able to capture them because they keep capturing more and more territory. Now, it's interesting that uh, the this has not been getting a lot of media play, but it is very uh, little. Yeah, it, it, it is absolutely happening. And this is huge. Um, so this is something to keep an eye on. This is something that well, I've been predicting for a while. Let me ask you a question real quick. Hmm. When you have a mainstream media and a, and a, a media apparatus here in this country, that is very anti-Russian. Right. Why are they not talking about this? I don't know. I, I really don't know the answer to that. I, one of the, and giving them the benefit of the doubt is a lot of this intelligence 
is not necessarily well confirmed. So if I'm giving the media the benefit of the doubt, um, I'm going to say that that that's why they're probably not spending a lot of time reporting on it uh, because they can't confirm the information because. Uh, and I see this so often, you know, something that I saw three days ago, you know, three days ago finally shows up in the news. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just wondering and I have a hard time as I'm saying that I have a hard time believing it because we yeah, know, you don't really believe no, that this is the no. reason if, if, if it was, you know, like you don't believe the shit 30 years ago. Right I, I might have said, yeah, you know, they're not going to go with unconfirmed. Well, look, because these guys go with unconfirmed shit all the time. Right, right. So. so, like, if they go with unconfirmed shit all the time, why is this unconfirmed shit not making the cut? Right. Right. And I don't have an answer. Yeah. It just seems weird. Well. Because when you said it, because you sent me a message. Let me get to the message. Okay. Actually, that you sent to me. Uh, where is it for Adrian Wiley? The Russia Civil War has begun. Get that dollar ready. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You got a link? Because I'm like, I have no fucking idea. What yeah, that was like about. on Monday. I sent that to you, yeah. I think, or Sunday. And even. then you were yeah. like, now, so here's the thing, though. But you sent it on Monday. Okay. Now, by sending it on Monday, it's still not really something that's being talked about right now. No. Like, no. Th- there was some, there's some stuff out there, but not very much, though. And I just don't understand why. Well, because you find, look, you have one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine links in here for and this. I, I haven't updated that since earlier in the week, so there's actually a lot more at this point that I could have put up there. But I think part of it is, you know, the the intel is kind of sketchy, and not not sketchy from like uh, there's video and stuff too. No, 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 it's no, not it, that sketchy. It's not sketchy from a reliability perspective. It's it's limited, and the reason that it's limited is because the rebels don't want to put a lot of information out. And of course the Kremlin is lying about everything. And Ukraine is saying, "Hey, we got nothing to do with this," which clearly they do because the actual Russian insurgents are using a lot of US equipment that we gave <laughs> to the Ukrainians. So, well, or that we gave it to them directly. Well, we might have, we might have. Like, it would have been a, difficult to so do that's that. A, hold on. Yeah. So that's a that's that's where I'm that's kind of the point I wanted to get to. Okay. I know you didn't get there. But I think that one of the reasons that is not talked about in the media here right now is because we have a lot more to do with it than what's known. That could be. That could be. Now, it could be that the CIA has a very big hand in this, and they're telling the U.S. news media, let's kind of push this down a little side. Because I'm literally seeing videos, and these are the Russian rebels, uh, you know, the the RVC and the, uh, what is it, uh, FORL. Um, the two big insurgent groups, they're driving convoys through Russian towns of U.S. Humvees with mod deuces on 50 cals on top. Yeah. You know, they didn't, you know, <laughs> these aren't Toyota Tundras, <laughs> you know, with AKs in the back. Yeah. These are U.S. up armored Humvees with 50 cals on top, you know. These are what and, and they're 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 coming in and they're also coming in 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 uh, British and German infantry fighting vehicles. Yeah. So you know it's which uh, you can say that they're getting them from Ukraine, but right. Yeah, and it, they probably are. It makes total sense because <laughs> there's nothing Ukraine would like better than for you know. Well, if Russia's having to deal with stuff internally, oh, yeah. then they don't have time for them. Well, not only that, they want Putin and the entire you know uh, Kremlin gone. They would love to see a complete coup in Russia. Now, here's another aspect of it: Prigozhin, the head of Wagner Group, right, pulled out a Bakhmut. Okay, just said nope. Sorry, we're we're pulling out. You know, uh, you uh, Ministry of Defense, you're going to have to if you want Bakhmut, you're going to have to take it. So he pulled his guys out of there. And keep in mind, they're a private mercenary group okay, on the Russian payroll. But Prigozhin posters are now showing up in Russia saying that he should be the president of Russia. And he's moving his troops out of Ukraine to where it's not yet determined. I have a hunch they're going to be heading to Moscow. I think Prigozhin is going to be the one that actually, when he sees that these insurgent groups are... Like when he sees when the moment's right, he's going to take it. The the blood is in the water right now, and I think he's going to be the one 
to initiate the coup. He's been July 2nd. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. But yeah, folks, uh, keep an eye on that. You're going to be so mad if it happens July oh, 2nd. God, You're going to be so pissed. I know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If it happens, I'm happy to pay you, you know, a, a silver yeah, dollar. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. I, I want to see it happen because honestly, I do believe that Russia is a major threat to the world and they are a totalitarian evil you, regime. Hold on, let me let me see if i might be able to correct what you're just saying here real quick a little bit though no. you think that putin and the current government of russia is the major threat you don't think that the russians themselves want to do this no i i i don't necessarily agree with that i think that the majority of the russian people are so brainwashed because they've only been fed propaganda uh that you know they're they're not going to um, they're not going to change their tune until their government falls. Yeah, you know And again, whether it's their fault or not, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, but I, I think that they're just, you know they, they, they're fed po- propaganda and they don't take the initiative to find out the truth. That's the difference between <laughs> hold the, on, hold on. They they take the propaganda, they don't take the time to learn the truth. Well, Couldn't yeah, you really could, say could that be about said a lot about a lot of Americans in, in, yeah. tr- too, but oh, a lot around the world. Yeah, let's just, let's yeah, just uh, fair humans point. maybe. But uh yeah, the the Russians are I think that their attitude is a little different than ours because they like I've always said, well, anybody that they had our accept attitude has lie. been killed. They accept the lie or has left. You know. Yeah, left or dead. Yeah, so one of the two. And now they're sending, <laughs> they're they're sending their rocket scientists to fight on the front line now. Oh, Jesus! Because Putin was so pissed off at the failure of his hypersonic missiles, the fact that our patriots shot down every single one of their hypersonic missiles, which they actually believed that were completely. Um, Probably because the scientists told them that. Yeah, read the scientists because well, they didn't engineers. want to get killed. So now those scientists and engineers are being shipped out to the front lines. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a great way to ensure that you never have a functional missile system again. These guys are you so know? stupid. Uh, right. Yeah, it's just insanity. So It's weird how stupid dictators are. Uh, yeah, yeah. And apparently Putin uh, actually, he, he doesn't, he doesn't um, access any independent information. All of his information, and this is coming from like sources within the CIA and things like yeah. that. They Which say, I don't know how true that is either, though. Well, that's that's what they. Well, again, it's coming from the CIA, so who knows? Yeah. But the 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 scuttlebutt is is that you know Putin only hears what his advisors tell him, so he might actually have very little knowledge of of things that are really going on. And if you think about it, you know everything he's thought about his military, about his capabilities, about his readiness, about his his you know uh, supply chain, logistics, command and control has been completely wrong. So it makes sense that you know he's got people that have been, you know, lying to him and you know just because they're so corrupt and they're trying to cover up their own corruption that that's why he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, his his end will come soon. It's just a question whether it'll happen before July first or not. So, all right, we got about uh, two minutes left. Are there any quick right, hits so, you yeah, want to do, do? Do this one here. The the one that you did, a United States congressman actually said <laughs> this, this is un- ironically. All right, I'm going to read this, folks, and I want you to listen to it. This is U.S. Representative Jack Kimball, and he tweeted that quote. Nearly 25% of American students are in the bottom quartile in reading, and the numbers are just as bad on math on, in math on standardized tests. What is the Biden administration doing about this crisis? Okay. Hang on a second. Let me read it more and more time, because on the surface, it doesn't sound too bad, but nearly 25% of American students are in the bottom quartile. Okay. By definition, <laughs> there is always 25% in the bottom quartile. It cannot be anything other than 25%. It is impossible to solve the problem because <laughs> the bottom quartile is always the bottom 25%. Now, here's the thing. You could have you know, 75% of students getting 100% on the test and 25% getting 99%. And they're all those folks are still in the bottom quartile. Yeah, it's just amazing how stupid 
some of these people are. You got to go look these at this are the guy's Twitter running. profile, though. You're lying. You got to go look at this Twitter. I, I can't believe you started the music right now, <laughs> considering you got to look at this guy's. We'll talk about this coming in we'll the other side. We'll bring it up second hour, and you'd like to join us, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. We'll see you there.